my lovelies these are going to be your scorpio season messages for libra hello libra last but never least how was your season no intro on this one but there is an outro going a little bit old school in how i do this um one of the benefits of going last and you have to wait for your reading you did go first last time is that you get the insight of all of the, the, the what i've kind of picked up from these messages there have been a few repeat messages that come up i'll do extra videos on those but one of the things that i've really noticed is um as much as these readings are for like this reading is for libra right it's also about libra from a very kind of scorpionic viewpoint and in that sense it's been a little bit intense um i mean that's that's how you know you're doing it right to quote um a scorpio gordon ramsay when he's talking about stir frying in a wok you know if it doesn't frighten you it's not hot enough and i kind of feel like if it's not if you don't feel the intensity of it then you've not gone deep enough with scorpio energy right so yeah i'm kind of limping to the i'm limping to the finishing line a little bit but not because the readings have been difficult it, it's just the angle that they come in at you know it's a bit intense um you guys got graveyard unnecessary fear who else got this i think i feel like somebody else got i mean you know when you get to the end it feels like you've seen all of the bloody cards right that's why it feels like whether you've seen them or not but i'll leave that there actually because i'm going to get you two of these Ah, solitude alone but not lonely alone but not lonely all right i mean that's gonna that's gonna be that south noting your sign it's doing this for you right let's see where's my bloody glasses so i can read this graveyard let's begin there unnecessary fit it says the stones they mark the eternal resting place yet the spirits they are walking and they are ready for the chase bloody hell right today's modern graveyards are restful places normally highly manicured and very well set out whilst they can be places of profound sadness few are the creepy gothic places of old yet they still hold an undercurrent of fear and seem frightening places due to countless stories of haunted graveyards the thought of walking through cemeteries evokes fear in many of us we imagine zombies and ghosts rising from the graves and bad spirits hiding out, waiting to harm an unsuspecting living person who walks by. The idea of being at a graveyard after dark or worse at midnight is the stuff of deers and nightmares. But this isn't the way with every culture. On the Mexican Day of the Dead, whole families picnic on the graves of their loved ones who have passed. Children play upon the graves. People play music, drink wine and share food all in the company of the dead. Graveyard dust is used as an ingredient in protective spells, not in curses. Pull this card and know that you, you fear unnecessarily. Things are not as they seem and you can overcome your obstacles. The anxieties you have, although real, should be put aside before they haunt you long term. Instead, trust that you know the correct next steps and that you will act upon them so a lot of trust coming up here i get it like venus is in your 12th house right so a lot of those kind of blind spots and fears can come about that's your ruler one of the things that i want to say and i kind of I haven't figured out how yet but this story is applicable to your message in some way i guess we'll see but not so much the fact that i was going to say one of my favorite places in london is a graveyard so if you ever came to london and said hey jay show me your london show me the london that you love I would take you to a cemetery um it's a victorian cemetery and i absolutely love it very peaceful very beautiful place lots of i don't know it's just mysterious and wonderful and beautiful it's got a lot of nothing nothing frightening nothing whatever um just beautiful it used to be around the corner from where i used to live when i lived in, in central london and that's not the story what led from that is a realization i think this part is relates to your message which is as i was thinking that reading that thinking okay i'm going to tell libra this this relate to them that hey you know one of my favorite places is the graveyard it doesn't have to be frightening it can be quite peaceful i have a lot of people that visit you know a lot of people visit london it's one of those places that people you know on a lot of people's bucket list to visit and so i've had a lot of guests come through like pen pals and 
just friends from abroad. I know a lot of people internationally and they come to London. And what I realise is they always have a list of places that they want to visit. And I will always ask them, and I think this might be my Libra Midheaven, by the way. So this is why the story comes through. I always ask them what they want to see in London. Because there's a London for everyone, right? If you're into museums and galleries, we've got that for you. If you're into nightlife and party, we've got that for you. If you're in, into food, and we've got that for you. We've got theatre for you. We've got all sorts of stuff, right? Parks. We've got history. You know, whatever you want, you'll find it in London. But I just realised something. I don't think a single person has ever come to visit me and said, show me your London, <laughs> right? And I just realised that and I thought, hang on a second. Um, I've, I, and the reason I'm thinking about this, I was talking to my friends, actually, we were talking about meeting up and places that we love. And that's what I said to them. I said, if you ever came to London, I would want to show you what I love. Um, and so think about it in that sense, then, then that's people that are coming to visit the city. They're not coming to visit you. So it makes sense. I'm not saying they're wrong, any of them, in doing that. Somewhere in all of that is a message for you. It's just the way it came through. I know the difference between my own mind and where it goes. Um, but I want you to consider that. Where do you cater for what other people want out of a situation, but when's the last time someone asked Libra well you know show me what what you love about this place or what you whatever around this place that is a Libra message I'm telling you right let's talk about solitude alone but not lonely that's weird not the cards weird the fact that that story came through anyway let's see so solitude it says alone but not lonely introspection is the key now take time away from others the answers are within you explore the concepts of self mature sorry self nurture and self value self truth are you treating yourself gently or are you rough and impatient with yourself solitude isn't loneliness it's an opportunity to pause and allow the entire serene universe to wrap its arms around you oh lovely it's when you have the space to be hugged by life the butterfly kisses the maiden's shoulder, a tender reminder that after a period of darkness, a cocooning of the senses, a glorious winged creature emerges from the chrysalis and is free to explore and delight in herself and others. A new leaf shoots from her thumb. In yoga, the thumb represents fire and universal consciousness. From periods of quiet solitude, fresh inspiration and motivation can emerge. Wow, all right. Maybe this is for the next couple of weeks while Venus is still in Virgo. This may be, you know, like really just feeling it through. Like, think about the realisation that I just shared with you. That's going to be an example. You know it's going to be an example I'm going to use throughout this reading now because uh, of the graveyard. And maybe that's the whole point of it. Maybe you're not afraid of anything. And the whole point this card came out is that, so that me as a reader can make that connection. <clears throat> I had that realisation not while I was showing people around london not while i was taking them on the bloody you know london eye or what was the thing i did last time my friends visited from america we went to the harry potter um whatever it's called the harry harry potter world and i hated it i hate every minute of it because i love the books more than the movie and to me it's just a movie set there was nothing magical about it they loved it but i didn't so but so think about that in that realization i you wouldn't have this realization while you're in a relationship because you're so busy serving, right? And that the service may come from fear, but you're so busy like, being there, doing that, balancing out, harmony, doing whatever, that you may not realize in that moment, hang on a second, what's going on here, right? So maybe the only time that you get to introspect and think, and you know, think, uh, think about that, right? I'm happy to show people around London, right? I love London. I'm happy to be a, a great guest and show you around London, but, that isn't about you're not interested in my stuff. Why should they be? They just paid bloody hundreds to get on a flight to come here. It's for me. I want to show people the stuff. I'd never thought to say to someone, hey, do you want me to take you to a graveyard? Or how about today I'll take you around the London that I love, right? So, you know, it's it's not a blame on anyone. It's this. It's the understanding of what I have to offer, of what I could also add, because they wouldn't know, right? Nobody's going to find in a bloody tourist guide oh yeah there's this cemetery so as a londoner that's my responsibility to say let me take you to the london that is not 
not not in any of these tourist guides and stuff so i want to be clear on that it's not a blame thing it's the parts of ourselves that we share and i don't expect anyone to know that great metaphor i think it is anyway hopefully you can relate some part of your life and if you do specifically to that story please let me know in the comments i would love to hear from you to know because the way that came through it was very clear that this is a message this isn't just Jay. I mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm perfectly fine to ramble, uh, as you guys know, but that was a message. Because think about the, the, and I used to go there by myself, wander around in there and think about that. So you're wandering around in this place, you go off somewhere by yourself. And then you may get that thought of, oh God, next time I'm with so-and-so, I really want them to tell them this, to show them this, right? You discover more of yourself to share with others. Um, maybe things of worth, it's your second house. You have, um, you have a lunar eclipse in your eighth. So this may be, think about that, right? So we've got, I'm gonna pick a very basic textbook astrology example for lunar eclipse in the eighth, which is it that, you know we have boundaries and they may have been there for so that you can feel good within yourself you feel better within yourself right but some of those boundaries may be ready to come down right with the lunar eclipse there and you're thinking yeah you know what i could share this part of myself with someone else i could share this with another um i think it's got something to that like sharing something that is of value to you but sharing it with someone else not because they will value it right but because by sharing what you value with others right you know it's that's brave it takes a lot of courage to do that i remember um with an ex um i didn't realize he was really nervous about showing me a movie because the movie meant so much to him for me it's just like oh yeah we're gonna watch a movie together he's really quiet and about halfway through the movie i realized he's really quiet and I realized it was because the movie meant so much to him. And when I kind of realized that, I thought, oh God, like this is, he sees us too within this movie. It was beautiful, beautiful moment, something that we, and I still love that movie today. But when we share what we value with other people, it, it's a really intimate thing, right? And that could be not just a post not just because i think a lot of the time i don't know when we share posts you can tell the people that this really moved me this really touched me god you know what the hell like not because it means anything to anyone else but just sharing something of worth to you so whether you actually do spend time in solitude or you know just look within yourself deep within yourself to say what what do i keep hidden right my value the, the things that i value how could i share this more with others i think that's really that really is something there and that might be in different ways right it doesn't have to just be in your current relationships maybe there's more people that you want to share this with there were things that i used to only share with my close circle of people but now i share with you guys like you know these kinds of stories all right now they feel ready to go what have we got for libra it's changing perspective and you know that the hangman can be a time in solitude as well um it's limbo nothing's really moving or changing but the hangman flips himself upside down. So if you're always around other people, this may be when you take a step back and be by yourself. If you're always by yourself, you may spend more time around people and notice yourself sharing more right with them. Those things that you find in solitude, those things that you do when you're on your own, right? But the thing, why get the hangman here? It is a sacrifice, but when he comes down, and this hangman is going to come down from there at some point, he goes up there for enlightenment. It's Neptune, right? We connect with all sorts of stuff. It's a dissolving of our current ego. And it's number, let's say 12. So we, this is the card that comes after justice, which is yours. That, that balancing of the scales or whatever. But there's a kind of dissolving that happens here almost, right? And it's this understanding, I'm no longer that person. 
I'm no longer something else. Now, if you've just had your birthday season, if you're a Libra sun, right, whether you're Libra rising, whatever, but that's a new go around your chart then. But there's a new you. It's a new your new year in a, in, in a certain way. Whether you're a Libra rising or sun, whatever, right? But we've just gone through that. Libra as an energy has just gone through a first house transit. So if you are someone else now, then wouldn't you value different things? Wouldn't you share the things that you value in a different way? Wouldn't your boundaries have changed? Um, so there can be elements of a sacrifice. But I think a lot of the time what we sacrifice is who we were. Um, so that we can offer up that which is sacred to us. That is the sacrifice. Beautiful. I think that's your message. You know that. I could stop the reading right now. Um, <laughs> let's have a look what the cards have to say. All right, lovelies, bottom of the deck, underlying energy. We have the King of Cups. I've got a feeling, who would the guy went for you, Virgo? I think Virgo just got that there. All right, okay, we've got the blood, wow. All right, that's a bit of an epiphany. So we've got the King of Cups and um, the Tower. We have the Seven of Wands coming up there. We have the Nine of Swords. There is, so there's the fear. I think you've realized it's an unnecessary fear because it's coming up in the past. We have the Queen of Pentacles. We have the Empress. I was just saying to someone, I don't know if it's Leo or Virgo, I was saying, oh, the Virgo, uh, Venus hasn't really come up anywhere. There we go. Of course she came up for Libra. We have the fourth. There is a pause here. There is a pause here. Take some time. Uh, I'm going to get one more for this tower. I do love this tower. Do you think it's like just spectacular? Hey, oh my yes absolutely i i really i'm going to say this to you libra this is feels like true intimacy true intimacy right it's the difference between shagging someone if you're british you know what that word means right if you're shagging someone and having an like being physically intimate with someone two very different um experiences right or talking about stuff like you could stay up all night talking you could be talking about other people you can do whatever but or having a very intimate conversation like sharing some deep stuff about yourself totally different there's something about this with there's a realization of what intimacy is of of uh, and it's that king of cups and ace of cups come out with that tower that really says this so you know i remember the last time i i i, I thought i was in love right and i felt in love and I, I was talking so much and it's going to sound madness to you but i was talking so much no like no we we can we can imagine that jay um so i was talking so much about anything everything and revealing all sorts of other stuff also i, I didn't blur out i love you and i did end up just saying i love you you know I've, I've, I've fallen in love with you and that's kind of what this feels like a realization about something uh, you may not have like a person or a thing to direct this at, but it is a level of awareness, of emotional awareness within yourself. And are you ready to share that? Has that kind of erupted out, come out of you? It can be frightening. That was one of the reasons, right? When you feel that way, you're a bit afraid to afraid to share it. What the hell? How many towers do you want? So we've got the tower here as well. Do you see this? Do you see this? Like, think about what that card was saying, the solitude card. So this guy is alone here, and usually they're alone in bed, right? They're alone there, like, worrying about the future. What will they think? What will they say? So that solitude is spent in anxiety and, and worry and stress. But then we, we take that scene to now to a place of rest, where you're able to rest and, and take a step back. Let's see what this card is. Oh, it's the Nine of Cups. Well, oh, wow. All right. All right, then. This chariot keeps coming up here. Oh, that's a bit of a mad way for that to happen. Let's try again now. 
have we got the seven of wands well seven of wands with the chariot which is also a seven come on libra the ten of swords no wonder that didn't want to come out and the two of swords right, you know that phrase that doing the work do the work right which has been butchered to death um you know as most things do we just use it to judge each other eventually like you know um it but it does feel like you've done the work in some ways there's some one area where you have done the work with that nine of swords tower nine of cups coming up in the past all right six of, yeah we're ready to go ready to move forward Six of Wands. I love these sixes. Sixes to me are always gifts, whether we appreciate them or not in the moment. And the Eight of Pentacles. All right, Libra. I see you. I see you. Let's see what this Empress. And she, I know what the Empress there is. The Empress in the future is Venus entering your sign. I personally cannot wait for that. I've had just about enough of Venus in Leo and then Virgo. You know, I could do with Venus in, in Libra. I can have those sweet, sweet conversations and you know talk to each other yes oh wow all right so we've got the empress with the knight of cups you've got a really lovely reading libra and i think you deserve it i think you kind of could do with a lovely reading with the oh god all right nine of wands and the ten of wands justice told you not just for libras about libra which anything that we deal with interact with it's about us right well we make it about us wow the world yeah it's big and the lovers okay yeah we got this oh i didn't even clarify this bit over here I was so excited about everything else. Let's see. All right. Well, that makes sense. Queen of Pentacles again. How many of you were screaming at the screen? You didn't clarify that. Eight of Swords. All right. Similar to Virgos. Um, and I think that's because of Venus. I don't think Venus is doing this. You are ruled by Venus. So that makes sense. One second. All right, so let's have a look at this. So we've got Nine of Swords. This is what we've gone too far in the future. This can be anticipation, anxiety. This is worrying about this fear, right? Um, where was that? This one, sorry, graveyard. Unnecessary fear. Um, I'm not saying that all fear is unnecessary. I, I'm not one of those people that, you know, you'll hear sometimes that, Oh, fear is so unnecessary. You don't need to be afraid of anything. Fear keeps you alive, right? And it's a necessary emotion. So there is that. But this card does show unnecessary fear in that the more you think about it, the the worse it feels. So whatever it is, is never going to be as bad as how big it becomes in our minds, especially the more we go over it and over it. And so the, ultimately, the Nine of Swords says that we've gone too far in the future. Now, here's the thing, though. You're whatever these fears are, whatever you know, you've been thinking about, this could be insomnia, this can be anxiety, stress, right, the nine of swords literally can be not sleeping, right, that you, you haven't been sleeping, but out of this fear, out or whatever this nine of swords energy is for you personally, it's a general reading, this is in the past, out of this, you've been kind of liberated, there's some, sh you know, maybe it happened or didn't happen, whatever you were worrying about, um, here's the thing you know whatever you your constant thought is i see this all the time oh i'm going to be honest with you i've seen it with a lot of the memes for scorpio season and for scorpios right and it's say hey same thing happens for aquarius but if if all you ever predict right or your your brain's always telling you that um someone's gonna let me down right or um i know that person's gonna mess up they're gonna mess up so you what happens is when that's your thought process you will find 
a way to be right. You know, even if someone's suspicious of their partner, right? You've heard this so many times in so many different ways that when you become suspicious of your partner, you will find something. Like you start looking, you'll keep looking until you find something, right? Go through the emails, go through the phones, go through the whatever. So this is why I don't see the Nine of Swords as um intuition or you know you've got a feeling about this whatever it's our fears it's what we're afraid will happen and then in that sense that will can become a self-fulfilling prophecy which is why it's important not you know not to realize that uh, to to catch yourself when you're in this thinking too far ahead and, and you know i know plenty of scorpio risings um or let me see no scorpio risings that i know the most do this in my life which is you know i knew that i you know he's untrustworthy i knew he was untrusty but if you don't trust anyone then of course you're going to be right at some point right and the where you're not right where people are have they just haven't proved you right yet that's how it gets set up so i see some of this i feel some of this coming up in the past the tower liberates us from that. So whether it did come true or not, whether you recognize I can't live like this fearful, this fearful way anymore, or you actively went in and shook things up and out of the fears of the future, you've kind of flipped that onto, well, what do I, what would I want out of this? And you've done this. So hats off to you, nine of swords, nine of cups. It's that understanding that I can be locked in fear of the future, or I can look at what am I grateful for right now? What would i want more like when you're grateful for something it's like you want more of that with the nine of cups it's gratitude it's um um it's our wish it's our dream now you're going to act on this right we've got the knight of cups coming up there so that's pretty amazing that that comes up but i do like this i like the nine of swords and the nine of cups with that tower in the middle of them because it's out of our deepest fear we realize that they're also connected to our deepest hopes you know um if we're afraid you know that our partner will cheat on us <clears throat> excuse me just to use a relationshipy kind of example it's because we realize that we want we want to be with them that this is the person we love them so much we want them to be with us right so it's got that kind of a dynamic to it there have a look at this so we've got some deep 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 emotional master this is emotional intelligence we understand what our emotions are saying to us a greater understanding of when i feel this way this is what it means right to me and so in that sense whether it's good bad or ugly whether you're happy as can be whether you're as sad as can be it it gives you power in, in the sense of it tells you something really valuable about yourself now here the tower comes up again right so you've got the tower coming up these are emotional epiphanies i see them with coming up there and it of course ace of cups so this is a new love doesn't have to be literally but and it's emotional growth and it's spiritual growth so i do want to say this if there's something a tower moment or two or ten that happened in your past they have allowed you or freed you up in a in a way to to share your cup right to what you pour from that cup i don't think you've shared it just yet because you've got the knight of cups here but you the realization of what needs to be shared or what you have to share yes you're in the process of that that's what's becoming very apparent here now with the king of cups we've got the queen of pentacles and she's down here as well right so we're continuing from this the king of cups is okay i know how i feel i know whatever how does that determine what i hold space for what I give time, effort and energy to. And more specifically, how do I nurture? How do I nurture? Because we can go to through, to this thing of, which is very scorpionic, like what do I need to sting to death? Right? That can be part of it. That's not the Queen of Pentacles though. The Queen of Pentacles is all about what do I want to grow, right? So not again, it stems from this. Not what am I afraid will happen, but Nine of Cups, what would I love to happen? What was my wish for this situation? What am I grateful for in this? What what am I trying to grow out of this? Queen of Pentacles. So I kind of love this. But we did have um, that Eight of Swords that, that also came out from this. And what that Eight of Swords says to me is, and everyone's gotten a little talk on this. Um, 
this is the I can't, right? I can't do this. But what I've made clear to everyone, I'm, I will do a talk on this, is that I can't stems from I don't want to. And so you can check out, I think it was, was it the Leo one? Whoever got protection, I think it was Leo, um, where I went into this quite in depth. And I will do a talk on this as well. How, you know, where we think we're making an emp empowered choice of I don't want to do that. I don't want to put up with this. I don't want to do that kind of thing, right? If we are excluding ourselves from a certain experience, right? I don't want to experience this. I don't want to experience that. So we're cutting people, things, situations out of our life. You know, we're just skipping away, going off into solitude, disappearing off somewhere, you know, ghosting people or whatever. I don't want to deal with this. It may feel like an empowered choice at the Seven of Swords, right? I'm not doing that. It very quickly, I don't want to, becomes I can't. And the example that I gave in that, because it was protection for Leo, was think about you know you don't want, I don't want my baby to to get ill I don't want my baby to get ill so you keep your baby away from the world your kid from the world or even yourself like, I'm going to keep myself away from everyone I don't want to get germs I don't want to get ill now what happens is your immune system gets no exposure so it is about how do we hold ourselves that's unnecessary fear right that the only way to overcome that fear was well, not unnecessary. You should be afraid of getting ill and stuff that happens. But the only way to overcome it is to expose your immune system to it so it can protect you. So when we're doing the Seven of Swords, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to be exposed to that. Very quickly, it becomes I can't be exposed to that. I can't deal with that. Now, what happens from the eight? What happens then when it's the I can't, the mental trap? Um, then very quickly from there it becomes a fear of the future what if I am exposed to this what am I am exposed to this like I can't do this right now and all of it stemmed from I don't want to so this is a massive epiphany that you've already had and so it's the understanding of what is in your cup or your feelings of how you how you deal with your feelings how you share your feelings how do you show those intimate parts of yourself how do you do that seven of wands what does this show what we're focused on is what we stand for this seven of wands is is it worth defending is it worth fighting for now fighting for not fighting against that's that's the key thing with the seven of wands it's a testing time but it's the warrior spirit. It's like, what do I stand for? So if you were going in for a job interview, right, rather than seeing them as an opponent, right, another thing, you go in talking about the things that you love about the job, not I'm afraid that this will happen, I'm afraid that will happen with the job. No one's going to give you the job if you do that. But if you talk about what you love about that role, what you love, you know, what you stand for, it works. Or if you're going in for exam, you know, you can wrap yourself up in anxiety, of shit, what if I fail? What if the questions are too hard? You know, that. Or, you know, when you're picking the questions, I'm remembering from English when you do essays, you pick the books that you loved and you talk, you pick the questions and the, the parts of those books that you loved that really meant something to you that you're good at, that you stand for, that you can share. That's where you take the strongest stand. So there's a total flip or reversal that's going on. I mean, that's where the hangman came out for you guys. And from what you stand for, you you knowing this, alone but not lonely, this is that what your essence, how you feel, how you deal with your emotions, what what would be intimacy to you and how you share that with the world, right? Not focused on who to share it with, but rather how you share, what parts of you you share. Um, with the chariot coming up here, this is how we move forward. Now, this is a card of willpower. It's of our own routine. It's of our own schedule. And remember, with the Queen of Pentacles coming up twice, she's an earth sign. And so what she determines is our use, the use of our time, the use of our resources, and what we do all the time, right? That's, um, what's that saying? That how you do something is how you do everything. Uh, I don't know where I heard that, maybe in a movie somewhere recently, but... So how you do, was it John Wick 4 maybe? But how you hold space, 
how you show up, this is what you do consistently. So consistently how you treat your emotions, with the King of Cups coming up there. The chariot, it's our own willpower. It's, this can, again, this can be a new schedule. This can be something that we practice daily. Uh, we're going home though, right? With the chariot's cancer card, we're going home. This is what gets us home. This is how we feel at home. You know, it's a stability and it's a way of doing things within ourselves that gives us stability. But it's balancing our own head and heart. The chariot, the chariot is not about, let me fix the road so my chariot doesn't get any bumps. It's about, I know how to to harness those horses and how to, you know, hold the reins and how to get my chariot to move forward, no matter what the terrain looks like going to say this to you the more you do this and some of you have already done a lot of this and you're you're headed forward how you know you're moving forward and heading in the right direction is you will have fears that come up from the past this nine of swords you've got the ten of swords here oh no the last time i did this that happened the last time i showed this part of me that happened right that's part for the course that actually shows you that you're moving forward <clears throat> excuse me that's why you need that chariot head and heart balance because you are going to have to face this now, I also get the sense of there are new making decisions in a new way because you've got the two of swords. The two of swords is a Libra card, it's moon and Libra. So there's a sense here of what decisions did I not make last time or maybe didn't try to face, right? Um, what decisions could I make? Different decisions could I make that helped my progress, that helped me to move forward? spoiler alert because there's all like nine of swords in the past eight of swords uh, ten of swords here then the knight of cups comes in so what was missing was the emotional part the part that we try to keep safe and that's why we got the queen of pentacles here. so right now and this is second house values right what you're being asked is what do you value not not just out not outside of yourself in yourself like what are your values as a human being what are your values and you might say i don't know um honesty right and then are you honest with everyone and that isn't as simple as yeah i go around telling everyone you're fat you're ugly you're this right that that's an opinion um that's a you statement an honest person would say an i statement i feel like this you know i i find myself judging so and so because i'm insecure about that myself that's honesty that's ownership of how you feel. And so if those are, then your values come out of that, right? So if it's honesty, so I, I'm I'm painfully honest about where I am to the point that I feel vulnerable when I do it, right? I share of myself, I show things of myself. That That's a value. And so that means you act in that way. You hold space for yourself in that way. <clears throat> You're gentle with yourself while you do that. You understand it's going to be uncomfortable, but you've made it a practice. If you think, I don't know, your health is, you value health, then you might decide to change up your routine, your schedule, your diet, your exercise. And you may even get a job in a healing kind of practice or doing something like that. This is living from your values, living from what you have to share with the world. But that solitude part is because it stems from you and what you value, Queen of Pentacles. Six of Swords, that's how you move forward. From a place of knowing that this is what I value. Six of Wands. That is how you shine as well. That's what you have to share with the world. Um, that part of you, that's what you're what you're proud of. Um, this is a Aquarius and Leo as cards. So we're looking at your fifth house and your eleventh house um with Leo. So this is how you create, this is how you share with others. All of this comes about. I'm telling you that story at the beginning, the graveyard one, that's here. Six of swords. Um, we're all in the same boat. Let's all move forward together. Right? You're you're creating that Libra knows that better than anyone, right? But it's all it's all relationships. Everything's about a relationship, our relationship to everything. And then with the six of wands, um, this is what we're proud of. This is what we have achievements in that we can hold our, our head up high and this is how we lead as well but the leadership comes from we're an example of that right so if we 
want emotional openness, we're open about our emotions. If we want to know things about people, then we don't just ask the questions, we share those parts of, our, of ourselves first. So we're not just expecting people to go out on a limb, right? We're not just expecting people like, hey, you know, you share all that with you, I'm not gonna share anything. Depending on what you're willing to share with me, then I'll think about sharing something with you. Now we also have the eight of pentacles around this. So this is something you're doing in a new way. Like it's it's to do with your long-term security and stability. Um, ultimately, this is not just what you are giving away to the world. This is part of you being comfortable in your own skin. This is part of an expression of what you value. And also when we come from a place of what we value, we also declare to the world what we are worth, what our value is. Um, so with this eight of pentacles this is focus this is effort there is a lot around with the chariot and the eight of pentacles of putting effort into something this could be literally a new job right so you're showing up in a different way or um you're working hard on on moving forward a, a trip literally a trip or you've come back from a trip the six of, the six of swords can be can be going on a journey but the six of wands six of swords sorry i hope i said six of swords six of wands is a homecoming and so this would be regaling everyone with the stories of what you experienced on that journey, whether it was a literal one or an or internal one. But with the Eight of Pentacles, you're learning to do it in a different way. You're, I'm going to be very clear here. There's a lot that comes up around schedules and routines and literally making time for this, for this stuff. Um, maybe that's time in solitude type of you you know going to be stoic um that you journal like first thing in the morning and last thing at night maybe that's something that you want to do here but they it could be to do with travel as well i do want to say that because you've got the chariot six of swords six of wands these are all and the world so these are all cards of travel for me when i when i'm looking for movement travel going somewhere um if not physically then think about it it, mentally and emotionally there's movement forward here absolutely movement forward but i like this the gift of the six of swords is um the gift of knowledge like you know that we don't have to fight anymore that it's um it's the gift of moving on it's the gift of calmer waters after a turbulent time right um turbulent emotions probably the lessons learned from it and this the six of wands it's a gift because it's the gift of recognition. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we must recognise that within ourselves. Recognise that we've done really well. That, you know, we can hold our heads up high, win, lose or draw. <clears throat> Excuse me. And coming out of this kind of fear. Yes, absolutely. Let's have a look down here. you got the Empress. And this I love. Now, this is... Um, if you've been learning, to, uh, learning in quotes, learning to be the Queen of Pentacles, who, you know, she holds space for others. She nurtures that that which she values, she nurtures and grows. She understands that it takes time. And but she's doing it from a place of value, not just willy nilly, whatever. She's she understands why she does this. And as I said to Virgo, there's no such thing as a selfless act. Let's remember that. Right. But the Empress is the major iconic version of that. She's the granddaddy or mummy i guess of the queen of pentacles energy in that she's this is throughout our lives now if the queen of pentacles may relate to just one area or one thing like finances work job relationships whatever it is i think it's venus related this will be in terms of how you show like your whole process around this in what you like in how you um in in how you determine what is of value to you right you know it's the Empress gives birth and I think this is a new way of being for you, a new way of discerning for you and, and a new way of caring and nurturing and Knight of Cups and you've got the bloody hell. So you remember up here we had the Nine of Swords, Ten of Swords, right down here we've got the, the Nine of Wands, Ten of Wands. Is that not? Yeah, it's Nine of Wands. Um, this is a time of completion, even though you just started a new cycle. I've got a sense of completion coming in. You feel it more this season once you start deciding what you value and what your value is. And remember, when we say this, I know what I'm worth, then you bring what you're worth to the table. That's what that means. It 
I've I've too often heard that from clients who this is what they say to me I've done the work I know what I'm worth I'm not going to do that in relationships anymore but they don't date anyone or, or they go on a first date and think oh no this person's not right for me and because and I, I'm, I'm I tell them that you're looking for the other person to be worthy of you whereas when you know what you're worth you bring what you're worth to the table immediately because when that's who you are that's who you are now why is that important to do that because if you don't do that if you're picking and choosing who deserves what part of you where and we all do this to some extent right so take it with a grain of salt when we're doing that what that says this is where the towers are coming in with all those emotional cards what that says is that you do that to yourself as well that you judge yourself on when you are behaving in a way that is worthy of your self-love and when it's not worthy of your self-love and i think some of you recognize that the tower the ace of cups says that so going forward is a chance to practice this and to give birth to this new way of being um there's a much more loving nurturing caring energy coming up and if your first thought is screw that people aren't going to get that version of me you'll you've missed the point of the whole reading this is about an expression of you places that you've kept hidden and away not shown the world and probably because it will get damaged and bruised and hurt and judged and all of that horrible stuff that we tend to do to each other as human beings right but there are new ways of expressing this there are new ways of you know expressing this out in the world or birthing this into existence new dreams that come from it new ways to share your cup with other people and it's not about other people that's the thing about around this this is not about anyone else this is a, around so you don't have to overthink how you give your cup so you're not burdened by all of this oh god should i be doing this whatever nine of wands ten of wands because you've got the knight of cups the knight of cups is the delusional romantic is the dreamer it's the cup oh i have this cup to offer right it's being handed out there that and when you are able to live in that kind of nine of cups dreamer space much lighter much more um i don't say fluffy but it may be in some ways it is you're not overthinking what you should or shouldn't be saying you're not trying to gauge the situation of you know what needs to be done and i understand this you know people that grew up in homes that were difficult and stuff that's how we were raised as kids to always you know figure out you know if you've been around adults if you were a child raised around adults that were inconsistent that's what you did that's what you learned because your survival as a kid depended on it on being able to gauge the mood as quickly as possible and this is the knight of cups thing is like you're not trying to gauge someone else's mood you are sharing what is in your heart the knight of cups you share that and so there is this a lessening of the burden um a, a, an ending to one way of doing things and so there's a much more empress venus knight of cups lovely energy around this um and that's so it becomes less like a job and more oh i get to do this i get to share this right you know it's a, it's a lighter energy so have a look at this but how do we get there so the advice four of swords this may be a meditation practice like i said it could be journaling this could be a break that you take from work a trip that you take i want to say for some of you guys but with this um four of swords it, it ties in with this solitude card alone but not lonely so when you spend time alone you're not just worried about the future this is just hey i get to have a pause i get to indulge and enjoy how healed i am now right it's got part of that with it um with justice there's so much i could say around this but it's all stuff that you've heard me say before the other thing about taking a break is be mindful right when we when we take a pause like if we're taking a break from something like work relationships whatever family stuff whatever we take a break from we go off not just to recharge our batteries because we're going to go back straight back in that's not that's not helpful that's not a real yeah that's a pause then but we're not we're not doing anything different we're guaranteed to have the same experience again when we go in it's to 
it's to collect ourselves it's so that we are balanced you know you're libra so you you are the balancer not the what you're the scales you are the scales and the reason i'm saying that is this is a decision that we make weighing up all things but we recognize that we are the ones that are making the decision that's the important part that it's not about if that person's right wrong whatever it's like what decision do i want to make so there may be decisions that you have to make two of swords right um take a pause take your time if you have, you know, have to sign a contract say hey give me 24 hours let me go have a little read through this and think about this it's got that feel to it give yourself the time especially when you sit there you might need to take a break from it when you sit there think right i am making this decision i am the one that's weighing up the stuff because what we can immediately do is oh but he needs this and she needs this and you know then so no you must make that decision and, and as the decision maker does, does that make sense that you know because it's the unnecessary fit it's a solitude i think the decision that you have to make that must be made in solitude it's your decision to make without being influenced so that you know what is in my cup what is the most loving thing that i could do right here not because this person needs this from me but because this is what i have to share and to give the world and the lovers so this is the end of it's a you know with the world it's, it's success it's a victory card the chariot is a victory card but this is a successful completion it's a saturnian lesson so they can be a little bit difficult to notice but it's the end of showing up in a, of how what love means to you right of the lovers of how you share love it's taking full ownership that's what happens with this um i have quite a few libras in my life and some of this i've seen the, the and it's going to get exposed like we're all libras now with the south node there we're all this is being shown in all of us with the justifications that we make for things that we do say whatever um please check out the vengeance video if you haven't already done so because i think it's got a lot to do with the south node in libra as well of you know well you said this to me so then i'm allowed to do this and it isn't that this is where we take full ownership for our decisions that we make for what we have seen on both sides of the things for what we say that no one makes us do anything and yes that can sometimes feel like we're letting people off the hook but it isn't we show up a lot stronger we show up standing in our own power you know you hear that phrase all the time you know standing your own power but you are literally standing your own power because you realize i'm the only one that can make a decision around like no one can make me do anything you can cry all you want you can emotionally bribe me all you want you can tell me your sad story as much as you want but i know i'm not able to do this and so in that sense that's that's why a lot of this process may sound alien hopefully it doesn't sound alien to you you're able to drop a lot of these worries and fears and burdens and i have to do this and and you realize i was the one that was putting that pressure on myself this whole time that i need to be this way i should be this way whereas this is i take a pause like four of swords right i take a pause i get that equilibrium within myself wherever i need to do this right and this is a new way of it is still love it's more love actually <clears throat> it's doing relationships and love in a different way <clears throat> excuse me bloody hell i'll be talking all day my throat's going with the lovers remember they are different they are separate it's how they speak to each other it's how they communicate that counts right they're, they're still the lovers even if one says no to the other one or you know one likes night the other one likes day or whatever it is that they, they are meant to be different from each other it's like the gemini twins they are different from each other it's the duality it's the conversation between aries and libra it's the conversation between aquarius and and leo right they are they are different they're on the same axis right but they they're still that that's the that oneness is there they relate to one another they relate in different ways and so then it just it tells you the truth is multifaceted so what is my truth that's all I'm being asked for here is what is my truth how I feel what I like what I want to do what then you're very good at that justice we'll find a compromise we'll find a way forward that works for both of us right head and heart we will find a way forward that is nurturing that's the six of swords we're all in the same boat everyone's in the boat everyone gets to move forward Libra I swear to you right let me just get Aquarian for a moment 
I'm saying this to you from a personal relationship. The world needs to figure this out. That's why the South Node is in Libra. Yes, all of us individually are ambassadors for this energy and we're dealing with it because what happens on an individual level is what happens collectively. So if we are to get beyond this dynamic of I win, you win, I'm right, you're wrong, right? you know, that, you know, I, sorry, I win, you lose, like, you know, that, that dynamic, or this is, this is the, this is the truth. When we, if we're to get out of that dynamic, then we have to learn how to relate to one another. Um, and, you know, Aquarius says this, where the individual is worth is not lost. And it begins with you guys. Well, it's been happening for a while, but it, begin, it definitely is with you guys now. And we're looking at the shadow of how we relate to one another, how we stop ourselves from being who we are, series, right? Of doing the things that we want to be, do. But, you know, from loving what we love, from valuing what we love, what what matters to us um, for the sake of whatever, for the sake of being a good citizen, for the sake of being a good neighbour, for the sake of whatever. And we're re redefining all of that. We're redefining what what it means to take a side, to pick a side. That And, you know, if people present us with sides, and I talk about this in the outro, you'll hear about it in a moment, power, right? When people present us with sides... How do we see beyond that? And the world and justice here, and they're all major arcana, right? This is going to affect you at a much bigger level. How you make decisions, how we interact with each other, how we communicate, where, or even that notion of, oh, because I'm a, I'm a nice person or I'm a good person, so I let you do whatever the hell you want to do. And it's like, no, no, that's to make you a good person it makes you a doormat right that in in that sense and i say that as someone who had to have that conversation with myself so consider this powerful stuff and no pressure but yeah we're doing this for the world we're doing this for the collective right i think i'm gonna leave it right there uh thank you so much for watching i'm now going to hand you over to me in the outro all right lovely people before you head off i did have an outro for you if you're watching the video, if you're not listening to this as a podcast, you will see a quote up on the screen right now. It flashed up on the screen before the reading as well. If you were watching, you may have seen it. But what it says is we've tried everything possible and none of it has worked. Now we must try the impossible. Now, I don't think it's correct to say that none of it has worked, but I'm all there for the impossible part. And part of what I want to say to you for the outro is related to this quote or can be summed up by this quote. But before I do that, let me just take care of the housekeeping stuff that I didn't say in the intro. The last day that you can book a personal reading with me is the 9th of December. My calendar is open until the 19th of January. So I will be doing readings up until the 19th of January. But the last day that you can book with me is the 9th of December. Check out the description if you're interested in doing that. I also want to say a massive, huge, the biggest thank you ever to everyone that has supported me on my journey this far. I've been reflecting a lot on all the support that I've received. Whether that is that you've just been here, where you've just been commenting for, for years. Whether you're a new person and you've messaged me to say, hey, you know, I've just found you and how the readings resonate with you or what you're doing with them all of it is support it doesn't matter how long you've been here and i appreciate you so much and especially to those of you that have you know i've gone on one hell of a journey especially challenging financial institutions challenging what value means and the value of content and why i create content and those of you that have donated during that time you have helped me so much with that and in more ways than I have words to convey you have helped me to become the person that I am today through your act of support through you picking up the slack while I explored other things so I said this to someone who I support on Patreon um, I said this to someone the other day because they were asking us what we wanted right as viewers of um, his channel and I said to him two things I said number one the quote that is often attributed to Henry Ford. If I'd asked my customers what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And the other thing that I said is that I was supporting him so that he could 
grow as a creator so that he could bring his own creativity and grow in the ways that he needed to as a content creator and i and you know being on the other side of it i do appreciate so much those of you that have allowed me to do that so thank you so much and i hope you will continue to support me as we go forward now back to the quote to be able to try the impossible to be able to pull out the versions of ourselves that we've only ever dreamed of being right or of being healed in ways that we've only ever dreamed of healing or loving or being loved right it means we dig deep it means for us to grow those trees right going all Jungian for a moment for us to grow into those beautiful strong trees we must have our roots go much deeper and Scorpio season every single year brings that to the table encourages us to do that it's a season of transformation and change and I get it right we always want to look at the positive positive change positive transformation and yet we are remiss if we do not look at the relationship that we have with darkness I've already recorded one talk on this which I recorded before I started these readings and it's called a vengeance because one of the things that I've noticed is that I can talk in theory around light and dark I can talk in, and we've looked we've done the theory so much of the theory that we've done and I've talked about this so much because I think it always comes back to me for this I've said this over the years that we've done the theory we've done the wax on wax off now it's time to apply what we've learned and there's cycles within cycles within cycles we have been doing this up until this point but we're being called to do it with different parts of ourselves as the quote says to try the impossible it can seem like a lot and you are a lot right let's just be honest you are a lot I am a lot we are nuanced and we are complex beings but when faced with that kind of complexity we can end up at one of the extremes right oversimplifying the complexity so it's just reducing it down to good or bad right right or wrong to doing it to that or the other end of the spectrum which is you know just as unhelpful is to be lost in the nuance and complexity to say that this is situations too complex I don't know what to do there's nothing that I can choose I can't do anything sometimes the best that we can do is to be okay with our own reasons for what we do and for some of us that seems impossible right to be impo to just be okay with the fear to be okay with the hope to be okay with the uncertainty of what we are doing and how we are showing up and how we feel and I say if that is the most impossible thing that you face this season then you are amazing that is you know a job well done anyway I'm going to be here and I'm going to try to show up in as many ways as possible sharing how I navigate my own impossibilities right and my own uncertainties I'm going to share them with you like I said I already have done one which is called vengeance in fact if I miss things out always check the description sometimes I forget and you can remind me in the comments saying Jay you said you were going to post this you didn't um I'm very appreciative if you remind me if I say I'm going to link something and I haven't but more than all of that when we do a deep dive you know it it's, can feel very solo it is right we're going very internal it's very much within us I want you to know two things you're not alone yes whatever's going on inside of you whatever you find within inside of you whatever darkness you find there whatever light you find there right we all have it we're all working with the same tools we may be expressing them in a different way but we're all working with the same thing and we are here for each other secondly it is more important than ever for you to realize right now your own power to realize that especially with the north node in aries like forget even scorpio season your empowerment you have power you will be told again and again there's a scene actually from buffy i remember it where the councils come and everyone's calm and all this kind of stuff happens to her and she says she has a realization she says everyone keeps telling her that she's going to get squashed like a bug and she is this and she is that and that she needs everyone and she needs the council to give her advice and she needs you know whatever and if anyone's wondering when this was it was when she's fighting glory season five i think it is and she's walking around in um Joel, in the magic shop and she says what i realized is you guys need me i have the power you need me that that's why you're here telling me that i'm nothing so you remember that when you're being told you are part of the problem when you're being told that you are whatever you are 
whatever you know you're being told that you are the problem for or that you need to be protected and to be looked after and for all of that stuff you remember that you would not be being told that if the opposite were not true i've seen ads coming up on youtube i've seen all this kind of stuff coming up and one of the red flags for me at the moment is why are you trying so hard to convince me of something if you can face those things lovely people this season then you have already started on that journey to the impossible right i'm gonna wrap this up this is a little bit longer than i intend i love you guys so much thank you so much for being here i appreciate you so much i will speak to you guys next time but that's all for now goodbye